Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Great song, Billy Joel, half a mile away off of the 52nd Street album. You know, I forgot tomorrow is actually the third GOP debate. It's in Miami, but my friend Trump's not going, so I don't care. I watched the first one. It was a four-hanger abortion. Four hangers. I didn't watch the second one. This one, there's like five of them, so Nikki Haley is going to yell at everybody how smart she is. Tim Scott is, he's a heck of a nice guy, but he is an awful debater. Terrible on stage. Is a fat and stupid Chris Christie going to be there? I don't even know. I don't care. My next guest is the greatest mayor in the history of that position of any city, any state in America's history. He also does a great job, 3 p.m. every afternoon here on WABC, and I love him like my own relative. I really do. He's the man, the great Moody Giuliani. Woody, good morning, pal. How are you? I'm good, Sid. How are you? I'm all fired up on about 90 different fronts, but I'm going to... I know you are. You, you're, on, you, you, you're, you're excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I but... love it. I love it. Thank I, you. Well, that makes you number one. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm going to start with this. I got to start with the mayor because, of course, you uh, set the standard for all great mayors. And he went to the White House last week to talk to Biden about the, you know, the migration issue. And he never even got inside the White House, and he had to emergency fly home. And it turned out that uh, Brianna Suggs is uh, cheap of fundraising, I guess. Her uh, house in Brooklyn was raided by the FBI. They came out with tons of boxes. Now, most people I speak to, Rudy, say she's finished, Brianna. Ingrid may be next, but most people I speak to seem to think the mayor will get by this unscathed, except for Curtis Lewa, of course. What are your thoughts on the FBI raid and the future for Mayor Eric Adams? Well, first of all, you know, having been... A couple of years ago, the subject of an FBI raid, and uh, including on my law office, and uh, massive publicity that where there's smoke, there's fire. And it turned out there wasn't even uh, fire. There was nothing because a year and a half later, they wrote a letter to the grand jury saying there was no probable cause that I did anything wrong. You know, it's funny you say that because after the Eric Adams story broke, our mutual friend, defense attorney Arthur Idala, texted me that night, and he said, before Curtis goes nuts tomorrow morning, just remember they did the same thing to our friend Rudy Giuliani, and nothing happened. Yeah, they, and they came up with nothing. So there was no smoke. There was no fire. They, actually, they missed the two, uh, the two things that would have been fire. They wouldn't take the Hunter Biden hard drives that right. I offered them. <laughs> right? 
don't know. I really do think we should practice what we preach, which is not to prejudge uh, any of these people. And I, I, these charges, these ghost uh, uh, donations, they happen in every campaign. I'll give you an example. In the 2008 presidential campaign, uh, believe it or not, McCain and I and Hillary Clinton got fairly large ghost donations, like 50000 or 100000 from the same guy. <laughs> he wanted to bet on the really? winner, so he covered the, <laughs> the field. So he donated to me. Uh, he donated to McCain when McCain was the front runner. He donated to me when I was the front runner. He donated to Hillary. Uh, because he he thought uh, you know he thought she was going to win, he left out <laughs> he left out Obama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now I didn't know about it, and McCain didn't know about it, and she didn't know about it. Uh, and who the heck would want it? I mean, you don't want. But you even think the amount of money involved. There isn't there isn't that much money involved. You're going to sell yourself for you know twenty thousand dollars contribution. So I don't know. Uh, unless there's more to this. You know, it goes beyond ghost donation. Well, that means that somebody who has to abide by the campaign finance limit, let's say it's $5,000, he wants to give you 100000 so he gets all these different people, and he has them donated, and he gives them the money. That's a ghost donation. And the allegation, I think, is that the campaign, not the mayor, that the campaign got ghost donations through Turkey which would be doubly illegal. It would also be illegal because it's a foreign contribution. That's kind of like the old uh, Russian collusion thing. That's what the crime was there. The crime there was kind of ridiculous. It was that the information constituted money, and therefore Trump got right. an illegal contribution from the Russians, which law, law professors and uh, are split 50-50 as to whether that's a violation. So I think you're right. I think it smells like something that he's not – they're not going to be able to attribute it to him. I think if it remains the way it is, probably correctly. But there's always the possibility they were looking for more. Right. Because so, they, a raid, a raid on, a, on a mayor for this is kind of stupid. Well, do you think – you know, I was talking to – no, really – yeah, uh, this is really just a ghost donation case. Right. But, but, I can't imagine in my days that we would have raided a mayor. Now, this is a different FBI. And as I said, uh, 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 he may not be in the golden circle. Right. That was going to be my next question. I spoke to somebody before, and they said because he's been outspoken about Biden's lousy immigration policy, is it possible? In fact, Nicole Melotaka said this. Not that necessarily he's a victim, but is it possible that Biden has singled out Eric Adams because Adams has been critical of the president? I think it is. 100% possible, yeah. I mean, that's the way they operate. I mean, they, 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 it's, all, it's been Republicans up until now, but isn't it political enemies that they go after? And how about Menendez? He could have been indicted two years ago. I think, I think that guy might not have gotten indicted if he kept his mouth shut. I mean, he, he, he was... Uh, he criticized him on Iran. He criticized him on border. Who was he to do that? So they indict him. He, I mean, against him, that's a different story. There's a lot of evidence. And again, we got to presume him innocent, but we don't. There's no evidence so far against Adams. There is a lot of evidence presented against him in the papers. But on the, by the same token, that evidence was there, Sid, a year ago. Yeah. 
two and years they were, ago. They would let them skate as long as he was being a Eric, yeah. faithful a good soldier. Uh, fascist soldier. Right, as long as he was referring to himself as a Biden of Brooklyn. You know what's interesting? Yes, we talk sir. about this city and how the city has gone backwards. You know, don't believe all the crime numbers. People are still scared to death. Don't believe the subway numbers. They're traveling it now more than ever. People are still scared to death. It's dirty. It's filthy. There's closed stores up and down the east and west side and all these things going on. And I talk to people in real estate, and uh, the honest ones say it's not good. And I know that it, it can't be fun, Rudy, having your personal life everywhere, but it is. So when the Daily News runs a story this week that what do Rudy Giuliani and Savannah Guthrie have in common, neither one can get near the amount of money they want in trying to sell their apartments in New York City. I don't know the specifics. It's none of my business but if that's true, what does that say about the real estate market here in New York? I, you know, I've actually had some offers pretty darn close. So I'm not in a, in a state where I'm not sure that I can't. Uh, and if I, you know, we'll see. Uh, and I'm not rushing, so. Right. Okay, so you're saying that it's not as bad then because they made it sound no, like. No, no, actually I got, I got, I got an offer that would indicate it's a pretty good market, not as good as it was a year or two ago. Right. And part of, part of my calculation is, if I don't sell it now, there'd be no, there may be nobody to sell it to three years from now. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, the value has gone down. There's no question about it. But right. so far, not catastrophic. It's funny because... I'm being perfectly honest with you. My real, my real issue is, again, there'd be nobody to sell it to. It. Yeah. I, I don't see... The way this city reflexively wrote, votes like a Pavlo, like Pavlovian dogs for Democrats is absolutely astounding, and it's true of every big city, and and it's uh, it's almost an illness. In Chicago, it's an illness. I mean, they've been voting Democrat for sixty years. The party is crooked as as, as all get out. So was the one in New York, by the way. I'm not I'm not saying Adams is, but the basic structure of the Democrat Party with the five. Four county leaders. I mean, Staten Island is sort of an exception. I mean, it's crooked as hell. And our court is a our court is a real disappointment because they're selected. People don't realize this. They're going to go vote. They're going to vote for a judge. They're not really voting for a judge. It's like voting in the old Soviet Union. They're voting for the guy that the Democratic county leader or woman picked out, and probably no opponent. The guy that's sitting on uh, Trump's case has run three times without an opponent. <laughs> which means he's a selection of the party. And he was a law clerk before that, which means he got that job through the party. So he's a machine guy. And when Trump calls him a hack, he's not, he's not, he's right. It's a, it's a harsh word for it, but that's what he is. He's not a, like a judge that was appointed because of his merit. Who knows if he has any merit? He was appointed because he sucked up to the party. And what happens there, and I learned this in law school, you can't win an election case. I mean, they may be honest on other cases, or they may not be. But on election cases, they all owe the party. So if you're, if like when I ran in '89, and we thought maybe there was a, a a chance to overturn the election because it was very close, and there were a lot of challenges, I remembered my law school professor saying, you, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna win in in a New York court as a Republican." Yeah, yeah. I True. mean, you're not even yeah. a chance. That's, yeah. that, that's part of what happened. In, uh, in, in, two, in 2020, the Democrats picked the crooked cities, and the uh, irony of it is that poll the other day are all the places that he was winning on election night by a good vote and then lost. 
And now he's winning them by 4 to 11%. Same states, exact same states. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Same thing, you're right, except for uh, Wisconsin. The other five are going Trump's way. Wisconsin, Wisconsin, he's within the margin of error, 2%. Right, right. And he he beats uh, uh, the vice president there, So, which means he's got some real strength there. I mean, if he's 2% behind any Democrat, he's 4% ahead. (laughs) You're probably right. And again, he's back in court yesterday, and you get this AG, and I'll say it, she's a racist. She's a racist and a dummy, Letitia James. She's a horrible person, and she's like, he's going to taunt. Wait a second. She ran. Her ticket was, I'm going to get Trump to name Alan Dershowitz's book. That was her ticket. What do you mean he's going to taunt you? A candidate for prosecutor, which is what she is, can't run and target one person. It doesn't matter who that person is. I mean, the Bar Association should have disbarred her. Instead of wasting millions of dollars disbarring uh, me, they should go after her. I didn't do anything wrong. I just represented my client vigorously. But you've got a woke bar association, and, uh, and they, they approve all these judges too, you know. Qualified, qualified, qualified. The guy, the guy can't figure out that Mar-a-Lago is worth more than $18 million. <laughs> I mean, You've got to be a massive dope. When I was down there last week, Ted and I went around. I'll show you the pictures, Sid. I took pictures of eight places on the market for twice the amount of Mar-a-Lago, and none of them is within one-twentieth the size. Right, right. And they're not on the ocean. One, one is $40 million. I, I went over it yesterday on my show. $40 million piece of property that's not as big as the ballroom at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> and it's one-twentieth the size, and they're probably they're, they're asking uh, $39.9. They're probably going to get $35 million for it. He has Mar-a-Lago at eighteen million. It's like it's about like eight houses. It's on both uh, bodies of water. I'm not sure there's another piece of property in in uh, Palm Beach on both bodies of water. It's on the intercoastal and on the ocean. Wow! Um, it's an unbelievably gorgeous, unique property. You almost can't put a value on it because of the celebrity status of it. It's one of those things where, you know, somebody could come along and say, "I just want that damn thing. I'll give you two bill." You know. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing those types of numbers. So I do want to ask you this on the way out, because clearly, whether it's Letitia James or this other idiot, Alvin Bragg, the DA in New York City, another stupid racist, a bunch of people that have been trying to get Donald and all these lawsuits and indictments and everything going on. And now, forgetting about beating up the Republican field, he's just killing them. DeSantis and Haley are miles back. They've got no chance, zero chance. Now he's beaten Biden in just about every major swing state. Like you said, five out of six with Wisconsin still in play. Everything the Democrats have done the last two years to kill Donald Trump has just made him stronger. Do they not realize that? No, they don't realize it. In fact, you know, I said uh, I said that. You know, back when the first one came out, and all of a sudden, I mean, that was the time he took off. He was pretty close to DeSantis, and he takes off. Now, now, I mean, they 
<laughs> they got him ahead of DeSantis. Now, then they got him to a landslide against DeSantis. <laughs> now they got him beating their own candidate. <laughs> and I mean, before it's over, he may win unanimous. I mean, it's rid- they're ridiculous. They do it all the time. Think about January 6th. Uh, uh, the, a couple of days after January 6th, most people in America would say Donald Trump was done. Within months, he started to come back. Because they overdid it, they lied about it. Sure, something wrong happened there. But was it a civil war? Was it uh, 9-11? My God, that got me, boy, when they did that. It was 9-11. And then it turns out none of the people they said were killed were killed. They lied about that. They got an open, uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, murder one investigation of Ashley Babbitt. That none of them will even answer. You, you say Ashley Babbitt, that committee, you know, they all put their masks back on for COVID. Uh, that's a disgrace. I mean, oh, that's a, terrible. That woman got killed right. for no reason. A black cop killing a white no woman, reason. too. Right, a black cop yeah. killing a white woman. Uh, it would have been, been a riot all oh, over America. Oh, George Floyd, same thing. So let me ask you this, because we've got about two minutes to go, Rudy. If and when Donald Trump wins, and, um, you know, I've gotten close, but not nearly as close as you, not nearly. But I've gotten close with the president, and I do love him, and I'm endorsing him with a lot of enthusiasm the last couple of years. If he wins... Can we say that Donald Trump won again in 2024 because he was a great president or because Joe Biden was so bad? Both. 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 Okay. You know, uh, uh, first of all, the people who, who are voting for him and have been with him are affirming the fact that he was a great president. The people who were with him don't think he was just a good president. They think he was a great president. The people against him, I mean, there's a whole bunch of them that have some kind of a psychological problem. I don't know how you can raise them. And I think the people who are coming around now, because I, I was listening to some of the uh, uh, questions for the people in that poll, are people who were sure three months ago they'd never vote for him. One guy said, I never thought I'd be voting for Trump. But, you know, reality, it was much better under Trump. So I don't know if they're ever going to say he was a great president, but they're kind of saying that. When they're saying the condition of their country was, was, you know, about as good as it's ever been when he was president. And Biden makes it difficult because we've never, we've never had a worse president. I, just, I don't think we have. I mean, we certainly have never had a more crooked president. Uh, the, guy, uh, the guy, I can't imagine any, any president took over, you know, $30, $40 million in bribes. Oh, God, I no. I mean, Jimmy was a bad president, but he was, you know. Well, Jimmy he, was an honest man. Right. Uh, Jimmy, right. Jimmy was, a, was uh, almost too honest, you know. He would, but he was an honest man, and he was, he, was a, he was naive. He was a naive guy. He wasn't cut out for the job. You know, uh, Bill Clinton wasn't as good a man as uh, Carter, but he was a better president. Agreed. You know, just, uh, the, the, the idea that the perfect man is going to be a great president, is, the guy has to be somewhat conniving. He's got to be – he's dealing with murderers. Right, right. He's, deal, he's dealing with mass murderers like Putin and <laughs> Z. And, I mean, if the guy is some kind of simpleton, he's going to get walked all over. I couldn't agree more. I say that all the time. You need somebody who's a little crazy to deal, like you just said, and Putin. Tough. And tough, right, and Trump is tough, and you're tough. Street, you know, I've been in the street and dealt with people. Yes. You know, I used to I used to think when I watched Obama looking at Putin, it looked like, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the mass murdering KGB agent and the community organizer. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> 
I think Putin has to look at him and say, what did they give me him for? When he got Trump, he said, oh, my God, this guy may, may do it. I mean, he may get angry at me and push Yeah, him that's why. Hey, listen, that's why right before Trump was president, we had the issue with uh, Putin in Crimea with Obama. And as soon as the president leaves, you can talk about Afghanistan all you want. We've got Russia in, in uh, going into Ukraine. It's Obama and Biden. That's the key, not even Afghanistan. Anyway, I love you. You're, uh, you're the best. I'm really, thank you for coming on every week because this is – we yeah, really value this. Thank you. You're doing a great job you. on Israel, my friend. We didn't get to talk about it, but you, we don't have to. You're doing a great job on Israel. That's, that's uh, uh, the humanitarian issue. That is incredibly, incredibly important and being ignored as a humanitarian issue. Why, coming from you, that means a lot. I'm going to go home now and retire. I got Levin and Giuliani on the same day saying nice things to me. <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Rudy. Thank you. Thank you. That's the great Rudy Giuliani, the greatest politician in the history of New York. Listen to me carefully. The greatest politician in the history of New York. And, of course... My man is on 3 o'clock every weekday afternoon, and his kid, Andrew, pretty good friend of mine, too, and a damn good radio guy as well.